Welcome to Farm to Stable, a science-based equine nutrition podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Nettie Leibert. I'm a lifelong horse person and professional equine nutritionist with the goal of helping horses and their humans create balanced diets to set them up for success, no matter what age, discipline, or circumstance. Disclaimer, the information discussed here is based on current scientific research and is for educational purposes only. Every horse's individual needs vary. This is not a substitute for veterinary medicine or nutrition consultation. Hello and welcome to another episode of Farm to Stable, an equine nutrition podcast. And this week, we're going to talk about leaky gut syndrome. And the reason is, at a recently attended conference... Dr. Wendy Pearson from the University of Guelph gave a fabulous talk on the research or lack thereof of leaky gut. And this is something that I do get asked about with some regularity. So I want to talk a little bit about it here. So let's start with the GI tract, the gastrointestinal tract and its purpose. So in general, The GI tract is supposed to absorb the nutrients from the food that we eat as well as water. And a healthy GI tract is not permeable to things like toxins or pathogens or any of the bad stuff. So the gastrointestinal tract is a single layer of cells. And these cells are held closely and tightly together via tight junctions and adherent junctions. And there are multiple factors that can influence these junctions and the barrier function like temperature, inflammation, stress, and a lot of this has been indicated in species other than the horse. So if you imagine a bunch of bricks in a line, right, and they're held really tightly together, uh, not necessarily, bricks, of course, we're going to use mortar and horses, it's not quite the same. Uh, But again, if one of those bricks cracks and water can get through, it can cause damage to the structure of that brick wall, say, for example. So not a perfect analogy, but just to kind of give you an example of those uh, tightly pushed together bricks. And if something cracks or gets through from temperature stress, water stress, or breakage, that can be a problem to the stability of your structure. Similar with leaky gut, right? If something is to cause damage or those tight junctions to become looser or wider, then things that shouldn't get through could potentially get through, and that could potentially cause some other problems, other uh, infection, inflammation, etc. Now, we don't know a heck of a lot about leaky gut syndrome. So it's a general term that describes that increased permeability of the lining of the gastrointestinal tract. We also don't know the prevalence in the horse population, and there is very little research on it in horses. And here's the thing. Leaky gut is not really a current medical diagnosis in horses. You can always talk to your vet about it, of course. And it can be difficult uh, or impossible to have a really definitive test for it to date. Now, again, where am I getting this information? I will cite a wonderful paper by uh, Dr. Amy Stewart, uh, my friend and colleague, Dr. Shannon Pratt-Phillips, and Liara Gonzalez, published in the Journal of Equine Veterinary Science in 2017. Also, Dr. Wendy Pearson's talk at the recent Kentucky Equine Research Meeting. With all of that said... Not a great test exists for leaky gut. Sometimes it's a default consideration when other factors have been ruled out. But that said, 
leaky gut has been described in cases of intestinal obstruction or severe inflammatory disease. And Dr. Stewart talks about that in the 2017 paper I mentioned. Now, clinically, I'm not going to get too much into that because, again, I'm not a veterinarian, but I do understand the physiology and that GI permeability can be examined um, if you use a radio-labeled marker or a sugar that is poorly absorbed by the horse. So if you give a horse something like xylose, they normally don't absorb it very well. So if you give a horse that sugar and then measure their urine or measure the xylose in the urine, it really shouldn't be there. And if you see it, if those markers show up, it's an indication that something is getting through that GI tract that maybe shouldn't. So what causes it? We have some ideas, not really 100% sure. Now, Dr. Pearson did some research that showed that exercise and transportation seemed to at least transiently increase the gastrointestinal tract permeability, but we don't know what's normal and abnormal in these situations. We know that exercise, for example, increases inflammation, and it is supposed to do that. It's supposed to do that as a normal process of the buildup and breakdown and increase in strength and things like that. But at what point does inflammation become damaging? Well, a lot of research still needed. But what else? How can we nutritionally support leaky gut? And I bet at this point you're going to guess what I'm going to say. The answer is unknown. However, we do have some potential factors here. So if we look at data from other species, so some work has been done in humans, pigs, rats, sheep, uh, poultry even, Um, there are some theoretical places to start in the horse. And the first is something called short-chain fatty acids. So in particular, one called butyrate. Now, butyrate is produced in the body as a normal part of the fermentation process, and it is a preferred energy source of intestinal cells. So the cells like to use butyrate to keep them going to perform their normal functions. So it is thought that supplementing butyrate may support a healthy cellular uh, environment for the digestive tract. Again, we still need more research on that. Uh, Dr. Stewart talks about the amino acid arginine, uh, which has been shown to improve barrier function in other animals, but really has not been studied in depth in the horse. However, too much arginine could potentially affect the absorption of other amino acids. So just because something has potential doesn't mean you want to start dumping it in front of your horse. Dr. Stewart also talks about, in her paper, the amino acid glutamine. So it has been studied in vitro. So what in vitro means is that it basically means outside the body. So they've taken some cells in a lab and maybe put them in a a dish or a model or something, and it has shown promise in healing of the GI tract in a model of colitis, but to date there haven't been any studies performed in the whole living horse with GI disease specifically. So a big question mark there. Now, a lot of what we do nutritionally in horses is extrapolated from other species because the research dollars are really hard to come by when it comes to horses. And uh, so we don't always have specific answers nutritionally to things like, uh, you know, how can we fix leaky gut and how do we diagnose it and what is it and how can we test for it? But 
when it comes to some other things like probiotic use, in general, there is just not enough research in probiotics, whether it relates to uh, leaky gut syndrome or anything else. And what does exist has some mixed results. We are getting there. It is a hot area of research lately in the past few years and will continue to be so, but we just don't know all the details yet. Now, Dr. Pearson did a study where they where she looked at the prebiotic to Aspergillus oryzae, and I hope I'm saying that correctly. I practiced it. Um, it has promise as when they supplemented it to horses uh, for about a month before they put them on a trailer and exercise them, they seem to attenuate some of the signs of leaky gut. And they did test for that using a molecule that is not bioavailable to horses. So Dr. Pearson has suggested it has potential, but again, more research is needed. And there's also the question of, is it normal for that to happen during exercise? It probably is, but when things go too far, that's when you get problems. So it's really more questions than answers. So not really sure that I answered all of your questions about leaky gut. That wasn't really the intent. But it is something that is out there. I get asked a lot about it frequently. And how can I help feed my horse with leaky gut? And the answer is we don't 100% know the answer to that. But there are some things that we can try and see what works for the individual horse. Because again, as I say a lot, what works for one horse may or may not work for another. So in summary, we don't know a lot about the clinical implications of leaky gut syndrome or nutritionally how to support it. But nutritionally, butyric acid may be beneficial. And I know you hear the word acid and you think, well, isn't that bad? Isn't that caustic? No, not necessarily. And again, some of that early data from Dr. Pearson does suggest that that prebiotic, that fermentation product of Aspergillus oryzae may attenuate leaky gut syndrome in exercising horses who get on trailers. Again, that is a preliminary study. And even by Dr. Pearson's account, we just need more research. Dr. Pearson, by the way, is one of the world leaders in nutraceutical research. She is a fabulous scientist and a very nice person. And I'm proud to say she is a friend and colleague of mine. So uh, if you're curious, you can look up some of her work on scholar.google.com and see what else might be out there. Uh, But again, research and knowledge is very limited about leaky gut syndrome and much more data is needed to fully understand the causes, the treatments, and nutritional support. We do have some of these starting points, but again, it's a little bit of trial and error here until we know more in the future. So I hope I've given you a little bit more insight into leaky gut syndrome and maybe a little more insight as to what we don't know, which is a lot. But it's a new area of research in the past few years. So keep an eye out for new information that comes along for it because people do ask and we want to know how else do these inflammatory conditions affect the horse and how can we better support them. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Farm to Stable. If you have any questions, please reach out to equinenutritionphd at yahoo.com. Please like, share, and subscribe, and we hope to see you back next week. Have a great ride out there. 
Thank you for listening to the latest episode of Farm to Stable, a science-based equine nutrition podcast. Please share and subscribe if you found the content interesting. And if you have a topic you'd like to hear about, send it to equinenutritionphd at yahoo.com.